about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is Glenn Beck Program. Make no mistake, there is not a single solitary person on planet Earth who should ever be offended if they hear the words Merry Christmas. I'll explain in a moment. Feeling overwhelmed by thinking about the holidays and the extra expense that comes with it? I know how hard holidays are when everything is more expensive and your credit cards are already pushed to the max. Now is the time to pay off that debt and get your finances under control before the holiday season is finished. And I mean, that's going to be hard, but you need the help of American Financing because they can actually do it. If you're a homeowner, American Financing can help you access the equity in your home for instant savings. Start the new year with a clean slate. American Financing is saving homeowners just like you an average of about 800 and $26 a month. Think about how that money could help your family. And if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments, giving you that extra cash flow to pay off your holiday spending. It costs absolutely nothing to find out how much you can save. So call American Financing. They're salary-based mortgage consultants today. Call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, so happy to be sitting in for Glenn. We're a couple of days out from Christmas. And you know what's happened over, what, the last 20 years? I think it's about 20 years. People all of a sudden have decided, uh, well, you shouldn't say Merry Christmas. Say Happy Holidays. Well, you know, there are a lot of holidays going on, Jeff. And uh, each of those holidays is the same as the other holiday. And so, therefore, if you say Merry Christmas to someone who's not celebrating Christmas, then they're going to be offended and uh, terrible things will happen. And so we just uh, we just don't say Merry Christmas. And this has been examined and reviewed and literally litigated throughout the years. Right. Well, I'm one of those guys who is thrilled, absolutely delighted when someone wishes me a Merry Christmas. And I would share my words on this, and I I promise you, this is not a Claudine Gay sort of a thing. This is not a duplicative language or however they excused that plagiarism. I'm going to tell you exactly who wrote this. And I am going to read it to you. It's it's only a couple of lines, but I, I think it sums up exactly what I have felt for a long time. There is a, a, a cantor in the Philadelphia area. His name is Scott Borsky. And uh, Cantor Scott has what he calls a synagogue without walls. He helps with uh, life events, right? Uh, Births, deaths, marriages, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs. And he doesn't have a a brick-and-mortar synagogue. And he and I are friends on Facebook. And you know how that is. Your friends on Facebook, and sometimes you think, I don't know if I actually even know this person because I've got, I have 5,000 friends on the one Facebook page, and then there's 6,000 people following that page. And then the other Facebook page has like 20,000 people. And I swear to you, I try to be nice. I think I'm a relatively good person, but I don't have 5,000 friends. But Scott and I are friends on Facebook, and I'm trying to rack my brains. 
trying to remember how I may very well have known him from my time in Philadelphia. But we are friends on Facebook. And, and he had a post a couple of days ago, and I thought, wow, this is so spot on. And it just, it, it, it was exactly what I was feeling. It's exactly what I am feeling. So I, I just want to share this with you. And again, full credit, Cantor Scott Borsky from the greater Philadelphia area. I think he's in South Jersey, as memory serves. It says, his post says, this is certainly the week that Merry Christmas greetings have begun in abundance. I've already received a handful on this rainy Monday. Wrote it a couple of days ago. He writes, as Christmas approaches, I'm Jewish. And I'm absolutely not offended when people wish me a Merry Christmas. In fact, I love it. I take no offense. I never correct people who wish me a Merry Christmas. They mean well and are blessing me and are being gracious and kind. I thank them for their well wishes, and I wish them a very Merry Christmas in response. I do not make any PC statement, tell them that I'm Jewish, or embarrass them in any way. Part of being Jewish and American is understanding that this country is mostly Christian. So, if you don't know that I'm Jewish, a Merry Christmas greeting is just fine with me and welcomed. I can never have too much merriment in my life. Is that not spot on? My gosh, that is perfect. I want you to understand something. The vast majority of people who you are told will be offended are not actually offended. We have a handful of people in this country who are not happy unless they are flipping miserable. And the only way that they can be even more happy is to make more people more miserable. How could anyone of any religion, any faith, any lack of faith, anything at all, be offended or hurt or insulted? If somebody took a couple of minutes to wish them a Merry Christmas. I'm certainly not offended. I, I, I think about friends. And again, I'm not talking about 20,000 people on Facebook. I'm talking about legitimate friends. You know, friends, are, those are people you can call and say, hey, listen, um, I got a little situation here and I don't want you to ask any questions, but I'm going to need you to meet me uh, in the middle of the woods with uh, <clears throat> gloves and a shovel. That's all I'm going to say. Don't ask any other questions. They go, oh, OK, right, that's a friend. So I have friends and I'll tell you what, I value their friendship. And because we are friends, I know the, the, the personal faith of the person or the lack of faith. I've got, I've, I've got some friends who are uh, uh, agnostic. I've got some friends who are atheists. I still don't understand that. Honest to goodness, here I am. I'm five decades into uh, my existence here. And as I gaze out my window, I see grass and, and trees and right now clear skies and sunshine and I, I for the life of me i just can't figure out how you can look at that and say yeah i don't believe in god but, but uh, another story for another day but i respect their opinions and so i i love christmas cards i love sending christmas cards and i love getting christmas cards too but i love sending them 
And I, I send them in a variety of different ways. I have some folks I know who are more business acquaintances, if you will. And I have Christmas cards designed for business interaction. And I have some friends who are actually friends, but they kind of, they think it's kind of cool that they're friends with a guy who's on the radio. And so I will send, in many cases, cards that uh, have things that say, like, the Jeff Katz show or the website, you know, stuff like that, because it's cool for them. And then I have friends who don't really care what it is that I do for a living, uh, but they, I think, like me as I like them. And so I write out Christmas cards every year. And my Christmas cards every year are the first ones that people get. I, I don't know exactly when it started or how it started or why it started, but Thanksgiving is the day that my Christmas cards go in the mail. I always want my Christmas cards to be the first ones received. That's that's kind of my game plan. And I'm pretty good at it, actually. I think I've done pretty well with that. But I love sending those Christmas cards. And I love getting notes from people saying, oh my gosh, Jeff, I got your Christmas card. It was the first one I got. Thank you. You're welcome, right? That, that's the whole exchange. There doesn't need to be more than that. Do I send Hanukkah cards? You betcha. Absolutely, I do. And I send them to people with whom I am friends. And I know they're Jewish as I am. And they're always the first Hanukkah cards that are received. And that could be a little dicey because, you know, we're on the whole lunar calendar. So Hanukkah could be the end of the month. It could be at Thanksgiving. I mean, we, we got a lot of options with that one. But nonetheless, they are always the first Hanukkah cards that people get. And it's the same thing. Oh, Jeff, I, I got your Hanukkah card. Thank you. You're welcome. I love opening up the uh, the mailbox, getting Christmas cards. I know some have moved to the to the virtual Christmas card stuff through email. So it's just maybe it's an age thing. And, and after my generation, maybe people don't even think about writing out cards anymore. I don't know. But to me, it's not the same getting it online. It's not the same getting it virtually, no matter how fancy it is or how you, quote, have to open it or any of that stuff. It's just not the same to me. But I want you to know that I, just like Cantor Scott Borsky outside of Philadelphia, I appreciate everybody who wishes me a Merry Christmas. I appreciate every single solitary person who takes time out of their day to say to me, Merry Christmas. Whether I'm celebrating Christmas or not is irrelevant. They could just as easily have said, hey, you, here's your receipt. Get out. Okay. They could have said any number of other things that I've heard through the years. But Merry Christmas is about as pure and kind and gracious and polite and caring as you can possibly get. I cannot think of very many phrases that are more heartfelt, that are more meaningful than Merry Christmas. Now, you know, I, 
I am a uh, a northerner by birth, but a a southerner by choice. I I got here as quickly as I could, and I just want you to know if you're not from the South, uh, if somebody says to you, "Well, bless your heart," it does not mean what you may think it means. So, if they say "Merry Christmas," you are good to go. If they say "Bless your heart," you might be Joe Biden. Remember. Stick around with uh, social media, if you don't mind, over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Follow Jeff Cat Show, if you would, please. That'll be hey, there you go. It's a Christmas present for me. OK, follow Jeff Cat Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter on Facebook. If you would follow the Jeff Cat Show, I'd appreciate that. The Jeff Cat Show. And then the uh, the website, my social media director, PJ Morrissey, who was with us yesterday talking about his beautiful sister, Emily, and their great website, Emily's Bracelets.com. He, he sent me notes going, hey, hey, hey. You know, you have a website. You should probably mention it. So I'll mention it. JeffCats.us. JeffCats.us. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Candace. She's a young woman unsure about the future of the life growing inside of her. But after meeting her baby on an ultrasound provided by Preborn, she had a change of heart. He's like this tiny little spectrum of hope. And I saw his heart beating on the screen. And I mean, that sonogram changed my life. Ultrasounds save lives, and Preborn currently has clinics that do not have any ultrasound machines. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift? These life-saving machines cost more than most centers can afford, and your tax-deductible donation of 15000 will place a machine in a needy women's center, saving countless lives for years to come. A gift of any size, I mean, 28 bucks will pay for an ultrasound for a mom that comes in. Donate securely. Call pound 250, say the keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz in for Glenn. A couple of days before Christmas. I, 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 yesterday, right? When the, yeah, yesterday I said, uh, we try and do experiences now. That's the thing that Heidi and I have tried to uh, figure out for ourselves. And I would invite you to do that. Not that you have to provide an experience for me, but provide an experience for yourself. Invest in yourself. I talked about some of the things that I've done over the last uh, uh, year or two. Right? Hey, I I, I love speaking and and coaching and helping people. And I said, I got to get some... uh, some real credibility there. I need some training. I need some insight. And uh, so I, I've done things with Zig Ziglar's organization and John Maxwell's organization. Signed up for this great uh, program uh, with Dr. Jordan Peterson. And the thing I want to do this year, 2024. Well, I, I have two things I want to do this year, this new year coming up. May or may not be crazy, but I, I thought I'd share them with you. Number one, I am... Uh, I'm trying to help a friend of mine who is a local sheriff here in Central Virginia. The guy's name is Carl Leonard. He's a sheriff of a, an area called Chesterfield County. And Carl is just, like, he's like three of the best people that I know. And every year, he raises money for Special Olympics with the Polar Plunge. And then they do Polar Plunges all over America, right? Now, the one for us in, in, in Virginia is held out at Virginia Beach. And it is cold when they go in that water. Carl is originally from Buffalo, New York, so I don't think he even is aware that it's cold here. It's all relative. 
But every year, he takes a team of his deputy sheriffs from Chesterfield County, and he goes with them. They call themselves the Super Sickles. And they, they head out to Virginia Beach, and they, they go in the water, and they raise money for Special Olympics. They do an amazing job. So Special Olympics is kind of near and dear to my heart. I, I, I love Special Olympians. I love what Special Olympics has been able to do through the years. And so I said, you know, I, I think I should probably be on your team this year if you would take an outsider, right? I'm not a deputy sheriff in uh, Chesterfield County. Well, not deputy sheriff anywhere, but uh, could I be on the team? And he said, yes, you absolutely could. We, we, we would love that. So I said, okay, well, count me in. And then uh, here's what happened. Heidi got herself a brand new shoulder. So for 90 days, I'm, I'm kind of sort of housebound helping her. And so I can't do this polar plunge. But Carl came up with this idea, and it was a little crazy when he first pitched it. But then I thought, no, this is, this is good. Carl said if he was able to raise $10,000, he would get the Special Olympics logo tattooed on himself live, like on a Facebook live cast. Last year, he ate some oh, some bizarre twisted hot pepper thing and raised a lot of money. So I said, yeah, well, that is so cool. I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll get one, too. He said, you will? And then I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get one. But, but we got to raise $15,000. So <laughs> that's one of the things I would like to do this year. I would like to help him raise that money. I really would. I'd love to help raise that kind of money for Special Olympics. And, and if he does it, then uh, at $15,000, I, too, will get a Special Olympics logo tattooed on me live on a Facebook live cast. So if that's something you want to help me uh, make come true, then uh, by all means, find uh, Carl Leonard on the uh, Special Olympics Virginia page and you, you, can, you can help us out. That'd be great. The other thing I want to do in 2024, talking about experiences, and I talk about these things you know, Ziegler and Maxwell and uh, Peterson and all that sort of stuff, I've become something of a Tony Robbins fan. And I haven't done as much with the Tony Robbins stuff as I've done with the others. But I thought, well, yeah. I think 2024, God willing, is the year I want to do one of those firewalks. And and I will have to find some way to tie it in with a charity because even I'm not crazy enough just to do the chat to, to do the uh, the firewalk. But I've been looking at that. You ever get hooked on something? Because that's how I feel about that. I've been watching the videos, going, huh? They seem to be having a good time. Uh, their feet have not burst into flame. Oh well, all right. Most of their feet have not burst into flames. And then you do a little research and and there's all this science as to why it does work or it doesn't work or anything else. And and, and then I don't know. But that's just uh, one of those things I'm thinking in the year 2024 I would like to do. I've got a story I've got to share with you. And and your head is is darn near going to explode. There is a uh, a student in Seattle, Washington, who failed uh, an exam in school. Uh, because, well, he said that only women can get pregnant. In other words, in the year 2023, telling the truth is against the rules. Telling the truth is darn near against the law. 
telling the truth will get you a failing grade on a biology quiz. He marked two statements as true, including one that said only women can get pregnant. The teacher marked that wrong. He marked another one that said men have penises. The teacher marked that as wrong well, as well. And I thought, well, that's a problem. But that, whether you and I realize it fully before now, that is exactly what is going on in high schools, in middle schools, in elementary schools, and Lord, we know in colleges as well. Social media, Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook, jeffkatz.us is the website. It is Jeff Katz, happy to be in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Christmas and the holiday season time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. And from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than ever. 70% off at GenuCell.com. Christmas is only a week away. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See the troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. Plus, included in every most popular package is the free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com Beck and enter the special code Beck right now for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. My mom and my wife love this stuff. You will too. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Doing our best to protect free speech and truth from constant attack. More Glenn Beck after the break. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Couple of days on front of Christmas Day. You know what happens? We're all wrapping up the year. And we're all thinking about what we've done. What do we accomplish this year? What are we going to do next year? Of course, the first two weeks of January, the best time ever uh, to stay away from gyms. When I had an active gym membership, I was there just about every morning. And um, first two weeks of January, I just took off. Why? Because first two weeks of January, he's just crowded with everybody. Oh, I'm going to lose 100 pounds this week, and uh, I'm going to march uh, 82 miles today. And I, you know, I just got uh, to get new sweats, and I'll be all good. And they'd all be in the gym, and they'd be there for, well, one day for the most part. By two weeks out, they, just about everybody had left. And then you'd go back. But you look back on the year as well. What did you accomplish this year? What did you achieve this year? Did you do this? Did you do that? Well, there was a question that was asked of Admiral John Kirby. Kirby is what? The National Security Spokesflack for the Biden administration. And, and Kirby, I think, is an interesting guy because during the entire 
war that has erupted as a result of Hamas, despicable, bottom-feeding terrorist thugs slaughtering 1,200-plus innocent Israelis on October the 7th, John Kirby has actually stood up and, and called reporters out for being nitwits and explained what the term genocide means. They tried to explain what war involves. So I've... I don't know that I'm going to be sending him a Christmas card next year, but I, I do have a little more respect for him having taken those positions and said the things that he said. Well, he was asked, <laughs> he was just asked to name the uh, biggest foreign policy achievement. Just one, just one, just name the biggest foreign policy achievement for the uh, Biden administration in the year 2023. And as Cut 8 illustrates, he's got a little trouble with that. Since we don't get to ask him ourselves, we would have last night, maybe if he'd stuck around a little while. What would the president say is his foreign policy achievement of the year? There's a lot that we've achieved uh, in foreign policy, and uh, Karine's already made sure that she that you know that we're we're running late, and I don't want to I don't want to belabor this. So I, this answer could go on for like 20 minutes, but I mean. From the Indo-Pacific and the Quad and AUKUS deal to get Australia nuclear-powered submarine capability to what we've done with supporting Ukraine, pushing back, they clawed back more than 50% uh, of the territory that Russia took uh, in the early months of the war. You think they, you know, obviously they did that through courage and bravery on the field, but they certainly did that with United States support. Look at what Israel's been able to do to put pressure on Hamas in the wake of the the worst terrorist attack that they've ever ever, uh, succumbed to. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. There, There has been, I think if I I had to bucket into one thing. The, one of the most important things he's done on the foreign policy front is shore up and revitalize our vast network of alliances and partnerships. No other nation in the world has that kind of a network at their disposal the way United, the United States does. And our leadership on the world stage is stronger because he took the time to in, invest in those relationships, many relationships that had been let lapse by the previous administration. So, uh, because he's like a wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party and their friends over in Ukraine, uh, Burisma et al., uh, that's his accomplishment for the year? Man. You know, that's the sort of stuff I wouldn't talk about. Jeff, how's the diet going? Hey, put on 36 pounds last year. <laughs> it's going great. Uh, it's the sort of thing you avoid. Joe Biden... And his reign of error have resulted in in more conflicts around the world than we saw during the four years of President Trump. Did you notice what didn't happen while Donald Trump was president? Wars like this. Do you think that Vladimir Putin just decided that he wanted Ukraine? Like in the last year or so, sitting around the Kremlin picking the the red, white, and blue M&Ms out of the ball and then just putting the red M&Ms back in, right, going, huh, huh. you know what I want for, uh, well, we don't celebrate Christmas. Well, well, I want for something around this time of year. Uh, I want Ukraine. I've always wanted a vacation home there. You think that's what happened? Or do you think Vladimir Putin, who has been one way or another on the world stage for a long time, during President Trump's term said, yeah, I... I would love to take Ukraine, and you'll remember when Obama was the president of the United States, Barack Obama, you remember him, right? What did Putin do then? 
did any damn thing he wanted to because he knew that Barack Obama and Joe Biden, that whole gang in the White House, they, and they were weak people. They weren't going to do anything, and they didn't. I think Barack Obama ordered the airlifting of blankets, as memory serves. That was it. So Vladimir Putin, for four years, looks at Donald Trump and says, man, I'm not going to mess around. And you may think uh, Trump was crazy because that was what a lot of people said. You know that. You heard it, same as I did. People, he's just nuts. Okay, you know what? I'll take nuts over week. I really will. The perception of nuts, because I don't think Donald Trump is is nuts in any sense of the word. He's not a crazy guy at all. I think he's pretty doggone smart. But Vladimir Putin looked at him, and whether Vladimir Putin said, well, he's really tough, so I don't want to mess around with him, or he's really nuts, I don't want to mess around with him. Either way, he didn't mess around, and Vladimir Putin behaved himself for four solid years. As soon as Joe Biden shuffled into the Oval Office, man, Vladimir Putin said, oh, there we go. Ukraine's going to have a going out of business sale, and I want me some. That's what he did. What about over in the Middle East? Do you remember what President Trump did? Do you remember the Abrahamic Accords? Now, you won't hear it from the the bootlickers and the bottom feeders in the ranks of the legacy news media, but the fact of the matter is that Donald Trump brought peace to the Middle East in a way that has never, ever been done before. And what happens when Joe Biden's in office? Well, he continues the Obama policy of giving money to the mad mullahs in Tehran. Six billion dollars? Well, they promise not to use it for bad stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, as long as you got the promise from them, I guess we're all good, right? Yeah, they did. They like the double pinky swear, swore and everything. They're not going to use it for bad stuff. All right. $6 billion to Iran. Think about that. And Hamas, which, in case you don't know, is the proxy army for Iran, decides they got a lot of money. Oh, no, they I know they didn't get any of that $6 billion. But they got $6 billion other dollars that were then replaced in the bank account by those six billion dollars that is called diplomacy and then they launched their latest war against israel and bb netanyahu said no because this is more than just a uh, a battle a war with a nation and a proxy army and the rest of that this is a war for the survival of the jewish people that's what's going on now and i will tell you bb netanyahu whether you like his personality or you like his politics or you agree with this or disagree with that bb netanyahu has on him right now one of the heaviest burdens that any man has ever had. He has on his shoulders now a war for the survival of the Jewish people. 
I can sit here in Central Virginia surrounded by great people. I can't tell you how many friends I have who have said, well, you know, Jeff, we've got your back. We've got your six. We're there for you. I decorated our house for Hanukkah this year like I've never done in, in, in 50 some odd years, ever. Because I believe in the phrase never again. I was a, a JDL member when I was a teenager because I believe in never again. Bibi Netanyahu has all of that on his shoulders right now. And he's not getting helped by Joe Biden. He's not getting helped by anybody in the Biden White House, but he's still doing because he has to. It's an amazing, challenging situation. Should we pay tribute to uh, St. Mary's College in Indiana? St. Mary's College in Indiana has now announced that uh, as a Catholic women's college, they will only be admitting women to the class, to the college, which, uh, by the way, should not be news. It's a women's college. However, well, you know where this started, right? Uh, A couple of months ago, the college announced they would allow quote, transgender women, which is a two-word phrase that means guy, uh, into their college. And then the women who attend St. Mary's College and the parents of the women who attend St. Mary's College and the graduates of St. Mary's College who are women and their husbands uh, have all stood up and said, no. And now St. Mary's College has said, uh, whoops. Don't worry about it. We're calling a mulligan on that one. So there you have it. There is a solution to global warming. I'm going to share that with you in just a moment. If you want a sneak peek, you can, you can follow Jeff Cat Show on X. Jeff Cat Show on X. The Jeff Cat Show on uh, Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. And uh, the website, jeffcats.us. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. There is a solution to global warming. Uh, even if you don't believe in global warming, and quite frankly, I I 
call these things seasons. You know, sometimes it's warmer, sometimes it's colder. But uh, there is a brand new study by something called the Center for Ecology and Hydrology. It's located in Edinburgh, Scotland. It said that uh, methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale makes up 0.1% of the greenhouse gas emissions. And that uh, when when you're accounting for, uh, uh, um, well, uh, uh, flatulence and, and burping, human beings are fueling the climate crisis, the global warming, by uh, also exhaling. And you cannot overlook it. They say that we would urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible. All right. Uh, we report only emissions in breath in this study. So they are telling you that uh, burping and, you know, the other stuff, that, that that's putting all sorts of emissions into the air and we're doing terrible things. But just breathing, in fact, is increasing global warming. And so let's not kid ourselves. What is the message here? Stop breathing. If only human beings would stop with this selfish respiration, my God, we could we could cure ourselves of this fictional climate change nonsense. All you've got to do is stop breathing. Why are you so selfish? Please think think about the planet. Think about Al Gore. Think about something. Did you watch Julia? It, 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 the first season, I thought, was a great show, for the most part. It's about Julia Child. It's one of those shows that Heidi and I can actually watch together. Left to my own devices, all I would watch would be documentaries about prisons and uh, the crime sprees. And left to her own devices, she would watch nothing but uh, tedious costume dramas set in England. But the Julia show, and I forget what network is on. It's something we can both watch. But here's the problem with it. They have one main character who is purely fictional. And as we've headed into the second season of Julia, it is now all, it seems, focused on this one fictional character who's responsible for Julia Child's success. Everything that ever went right. All of these great things with Julia Child. Do I need to tell you that the fictional character happens to be a a black woman how do we just start adding fictional characters to things that are supposed to be biographies that are supposed to tell the true story of someone but with your brand new woke view you change everything and all the success comes from a fictional character makes no sense to me follow me if you would please say merry christmas jeff cat show on x the jeff cat show on facebook jeff U.S. it is jeff cats in for glenn this is the glenn beck program